Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of First and Last. My name is Josh, and with me this week, I have Joe. Hey, man. Hey, man. What's up? That's it. Just, <laughs> just us. Just us. <laughs> just us boys. Jimmy saving whales. Claire's teaching kids. <laughs> Jimmy saving whales. Claire is um, drowning whales. Oh, God. They're of opposing forces. <laughs> They're just like battling in like shallow water, those two. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Can you drown a whale? Probably not. I mean, you could technically drown it in air. Whales can drown if they have too much. Well, they breathe. Well, because they breathe air. Because they breathe air. Because they're mammals. (laughs) Yeah. Are all of them mammals? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so not just the blue whales. All of them are all the all the whales. If they're if it's called a whale, it's a mammal. And that's why, like, a killer whale is not a whale because it's actually. It's just like a dolphin, right? Like it doesn't. Yeah, but dolphins are mammals too. Oh shit! Twist. Are we? Are we like? <laughs> are we learning things about the ocean right now, Joe? <laughs> I thought I knew so much about the ocean, but it turns out I don't. I've seen Free Willy. Is what dolphins and whales <laughs> are mammals, and they breathe air. Okay. And so they uh, can't uh, just hang out underneath the surface of the water. So or... orcas also breathe air. Yeah, but they're closer to a dolphin. And not actually a mammal. What makes what's the difference between um? Well, they're, they're still a mammal. Still a mammal. I mean, whale. <laughs> <laughs> what's the difference between a whale and a dolphin? Oh, I don't. I don't know. Okay. A whale's really big. Stay tuned. Well, not all whales are really big either. We'll they're like find out. Beluga whales are like kind of the size of a big dolphin, right? Yeah, yeah. They're like so a there's like smaller wider. whales. Yeah. Um, maybe it's their diet. I don't know. I feel like I mean, like I don't know. This this now is uh, like yeah, above my just, pay grade. <laughs> now I don't. Now we're just shitting. Now I have um, no idea. It could be just like a convergent evolution thing, where just like they're com- from completely different branches of the mammal tree. Um, so they're not like genealogically related, but like they're very similar because just evolution happens that way. Because they're big fish that breathe air. That breathe air. Someone's going to be mad that I just called them a fish. They're not fish. <laughs> they're not. Well, they're big. They got fins. They live in the water, but they breathe. If, they, they're sh- if you're shaped like a fish and you live in the water, you're like, I mean, I'll, I'll, you fine. Call it a fish. It's fine. Yeah. But just know that fish is a mammal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even if you're, you're a guy that lives on a houseboat, you're a fish to me. It'd be interesting to live in a houseboat. Would you yeah. do that? Would it be something you would be you would do? What's what's the um the thing with a houseboat is just like you just get to move it's just like you're mobile. I would assume you um yeah you're mobile. I would assume at some point though you kind of maybe rent a a pier spot or something. I don't feel like you're always on the go in a houseboat. True. I mean, at, I mean you would need like a place to park at night at least, right? Like you can't just be off adrift, yeah. right? You need to tie down to something yeah. unless you got like a big ass anchor or something. Yeah. I mean, you probably have some sort of good anchor. I just would assume that you're just not, you don't always want to be, it's just like, that's where your house is. It's, you know, it's like people that van life, you still park. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then you need a proper place to park sometimes at least. I guess I would be somewhat intrigued in like a nomad life, but I think my nomad life would be like on the tier of nomads. It would be like houseboat is probably bottom and then RV is like middle, but then top would just be like just short-term rentals in like different 
apartments and stuff. <laughs> Your nomad life would just be actual buildings. And you <laughs> yeah, just, actual buildings. Uh, I stayed there for six months. And yeah, then, yeah, and just peacing out. That's my nomad life. Mm-hmm. Having random roommates. It would be fun if you were uh, us being in the United States to have like a a houseboat where maybe you traveled up and down like the Mississippi or something. Mm-hmm. And like in the summer, you were in like northern united states like minnesota iowa that kind of stuff and then Mm -hmm. as it got the fall stuff came you just boated down yeah and then you kind of hung out in like i don't know louisiana and stuff for yeah would you just like would you just do it as like if the weekly average temperature is like below 60 degrees it's like well gotta go south yeah you just go south until it's like up to 60 degrees again and then it's like yeah i'd be curious <laughs> and like how, how far how many hours you gotta boat south to like get back to mm-hmm. the temperature you want to be yeah sometimes in the winter i fantasize about like just dropping whatever i'm doing in my life which like granted this is this is not a thought i've had in a while because now I just don't go anywhere in the winter, but it would be mostly like I'm driving to work in like the dead of winter and it's minus 15 degrees. And I'm just like, what if instead of driving to work, if I just like veered off and just drove south until it was warm enough to like roll down my windows? Yeah, that would, I mean, <laughs> it'd take a couple hours. Yeah, it would take me, you would you would need to get down to at least like arkansas or something right? it would, yeah it would it would highly depend on the time of the year because yeah. like january you're driving for a lot longer than you are in like march yeah yeah it's also not negative 15 in march usually mm-hmm. yeah but yeah in like the dead of like january or february like yeah you'd have to go pretty far south but that would be like that would be just so satisfying even if it did take 18 hours of driving of just like i was in the cold and i drove and believed so hard that now it's warm <laughs> again <laughs> yeah but then you just you can't come back until it's nice out when you got to go north because that's the yeah. really that's the worst drive is now going from when it's nice to back to negative 15 degrees yeah going yeah. north yeah you'd have to just hang out down there with whatever you had in the I, car i like the idea that uh it's not that far maybe it's like four hours or something like that and mm-hmm. then you just tell claire that you have to like work late a couple days in a week and you just <laughs> yeah. spend like four hours driving south hanging out somewhere for like four hours and then driving <laughs> back <laughs> every day your mm-hmm. work day is just going and like walking in nice parks when it's nice outside <laughs> when it's just snowy and horrible yeah, up here just playing hooky just walking in parks in 50 degree weather <laughs> like, not even is... that nice i mean honestly when it's like freezing here getting anywhere where it's like 45 degrees or 50 mm-hmm feels amazing yeah like even that is great Mm -hmm. some people don't understand the the plight that we have where when it hits like early march or something like that and the little spring week hits where it's like 52 degrees for like three days and everyone's Mm -hmm. like walking around with t-shirts for some reason yeah because yeah i could be a good sport about the cold even up to you know 32 degrees at freezing like i'll still like i'll you know, put on layers and still go for a run outside at like 40 degrees. Oh, that's 35 a, degrees. Not that fine. bad. Not that bad. I mm-hmm. generally stop bike riding outside after we go below 45 Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, once it dips below freezing, then it's just like, at, at that point, it's all kind of the same to me. I'm just not going outside, whether it's 25 degrees or zero degrees or minus 25. Like I'm just done. 
Yeah, there are potentially people listening that don't understand that there are parts, even in the United States, where people are like, no, I just don't go outside anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, I go to the grocery store or whatever to survive. Mm -hmm. And then I have three months where I'm like, what are you doing? I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, not going anywhere. Plus, it's dark all the time. Yeah, that's the worst. That's the worst part. That's the worst. That's the worst part. Winter would be so easy to deal with if it was like the same daylight hours as summer. Mm Mm-hmm. We can like fix that, right? Can we? <laughs> <laughs> we just we put some magnets on the Earth so that we don't like tilt. Perfect. Just <laughs> China's fully in darkness all the time, yeah. just screwing over the other half of the world. We'll set up some. We'll throw up some satellites that are just like disco balls, and so they'll just like reflect the sunlight for longer, not twenty four hours, but just like. In the winter, you got like 18 hours of sunlight. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great idea. Because like the actual sun will go around. Um, and then once that goes down, then you get sun two. That's just like reflecting. Sun two. And it's just a satellite in the sky. I'm sure there will be no long-term repercussions for that. It's probably fine. Probably be okay. <laughs> as long as we get rid of fossil fuels and then do that, we'll be good. Yeah. We'll figure it out. <laughs> It's not like things are going great anyway. It's yeah, that's, that, that's true. It's not like things are... <laughs> really, we're really going to fuck it up worse. <laughs> yeah, things aren't tippy-top technically anyway. Uh, in a weird way, Joe, this conversation kind of has to do with the show. Hell yeah. We're going to watch this week. But mm-hmm. would you tell everybody what first and last is before I get into it? No problem. Uh, we take a TV show once per week uh, and we watch the first episode... And we discuss that, and then we make some predictions for where that we think the show is going to go, watch the last episode, and then discuss after that. So we're only watching the ends, nothing in the middle. It's typically shows we haven't seen, so we're going in blind and just like soaking in the first and last. And in that way, we get through 300 or something TV shows. It's like 320. Mm-hmm. Light it up, 320. <laughs> just a month early (laughs) (laughs) every 20th of the month you're just like celebrating uh so funny enough we were just talking about uh living in cold winter and blah 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 that kind of stuff uh we're gonna watch man versus wild oh boy yeah bear grills himself the bear the old uh i believe he was like some sort of british secret service navy seal whatever is that real i don't know that okay was, i don't know i don't know <laughs> I, I, w- I would buy it um it, it just says like right away and i click on it, it says he's a british adventurer in television i mean how could he lie about that and not like right <laughs> british adventurer um Let's see. From early, he's member of the prestigious Royal Yacht Squadron. That can't be. It's the a, Yacht Squad? The Yacht Squad. The Yacht Squad. Education. Military service. After leaving school, Grills hiked in the Himalayan mountains. Okay. Well, that's fun. Uh, he served in the Territorial Army with 21 SAS as a trooper. So he was involved in something. Okay. Lieutenant Commander in the Royal Naval Reserve. And a lieutenant colonel in the Royal Marine Reserve. So he's at least a tough guy. Yep. That at the very least just has some interest in survivalism. 
but maybe like you know we'll read into this more to see maybe he just like actually trained in like living in weird spots i don't know enough about i guess like the united kingdom's like military i don't mm-hmm. know i don't know enough about the united states military Man, yeah but like, anything about the military but wait i kept reading reserves and i'm uh-huh. just wondering maybe he was in like a maybe that's like the national guard yeah that's what it sounds like yeah uh so sorry if that's not right but that's what it sounds like <laughs> uh, this guy's tough as nails yeah i think we can agree with that so i'm not worried about like hurting his I mean, he's like jacked as nails at least right at least as a nail <laughs> as jacked as a nail can be uh man versus wild went for seven seasons it had 73 episodes and apparently four specials as well. Okay. Where he, I don't know, ate a different weird animal. Yeah, I remember his special is called, um, it was like Man vs. Wild colon Bear Eats, and it's just like oh, really? just eating shit. Yeah. Have you? So you've seen some of the show? Yeah, I've seen a good amount. Because, yeah, if you haven't seen the show, it's this dude, Bear Grylls, who's like a rough-and-tumble survivalist, and he will go spend... I don't know, a week or a certain amount of time. And I just... feel like he goes until he gets out. I think he his thing is he gets like dropped off or something. And then he has a place to get to and or then something. His goal is to just like, quote unquote, get saved. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, he's essentially simulating like you're in a plane crash in the middle of Canada in, in the wilderness. And now you need to survive. And he's like, he's got man now i'm confusing because there was another similar show survivor man survivor man that yeah that's that the was other one. one of them too because survivor i think if i remember survivor man it was purely he's by himself and he's filming everything by himself yeah he's like working the cameras and everything yeah whereas like man versus wild like he's doing it but he does like there is a cameraman there yeah well because he also because I've seen a handful of episodes, rando, of this show that was just kind of on, you mm-hmm. know, TV. Because um, this was tw- 2006 to 2011, mm-hmm. Man vs. Wild. And I remember he'd be like, um, if you have to, you could, like, jump into the freezing water and do it this way. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't advise it, but I'm going to, like, you know. Yeah, I'll give it uh, a But shot. I'll do it, like, <laughs> kind of thing. So he, I remember Bear Girls would do things that are not advisable per Mm -hmm. se but he would like do them to be like well if you find yourself in this situation you could do it yeah so he's trying to instead of just being like a survivor man who just was like i'm just gonna live yeah he's gonna like i'm gonna do some dumb things too (laughs) yeah to like explore like what you might try in surviving um that's i mean that's something i wanted to touch on too is like i remember so this show like blew up um and then there was some backlash about people being upset about the lack of realism in the show in that like there were things revealed like oh like he they made it look like he was out in the middle of nowhere but actually like 50 feet away there's like a highway or like he didn't actually stay out in the wilderness he like stayed at hotels or whatever but like oh did that really happen i think some of the time like who knows but like <laughs> right. the point is like he's I don't, with the camera crew like that's what i'm ne- saying is like what you want this guy to fucking die like what What do you want <laughs> like you just want to be entertained and i just want to be shown some like survivalist techniques i don't really care if this man is actually suffering or not <laughs> like, right like um you know i'm i'm watching fraser and i'm pretending that this man has a real life like talk yeah. radio show and he has to deal with his dad yeah you know, yeah like, yeah i'm i choose to believe that while i'm watching it why can't i just 
watch this faux we all know reality tv shows exactly anyway it's it's of reality tv so it's like what i what i do want in the reality is i want the reality of the techniques to be there that like this is how you would actually build a shelter and this is how he actually would build a fire. Mm-hmm. But I don't care if he built a fire and then like went to Bennigan's afterwards. <laughs> like, sure. <laughs> that's yeah. not what I'm watching that, for. That's his reward for getting the fire going. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's case. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I've seen some of it. Uh, I'm wondering, let's see, do I have where we are in this first episode? Ooh, he's in the Rockies, it looks like. Okay. The Canadian Rocky Mountains. Wow. Isn't so this? maybe just like stranded up in the mountains somewhere? Mm-hmm. And I mean, the one thing I would know about Canada. So he does a thing, if I can remember right. I, I don't know when he starts it, so I don't know if it starts off right away. Is like, yeah, he simulates like, oh, if you were like, if your boat got marooned or something like that, or like you skydived here. Uh-huh. He'll like, and he'll be like, I, I only have like a knife and this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He would bring certain items with him and be like, okay, this is what maybe if you got lost, you might have this stuff. Mm-hmm. I could see the Rockies being like, you're a hiker and you got, he'll probably simulate something like you got, you were, I was a hiker and I got lost. You got, so I, yeah, I, you I got might lost a tarp or something like that. Mm-hmm. Cause he's not going to bring like a full tent or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, He's you think uh, he's gonna have a run in with the grizzly bears? <laughs> it's just like uh, just like a grizzly bear brought in from his local zoo or something. I, I bet he might see grizzlies from like, like across the river or something like that, and that's probably the closest yeah. we'll get. Which again is like like I don't want this man to actually get attacked by a grizzly bear, but it would be like still informative to see in a TV show of like. Hey, there's fucking wild animals out here. You got to look out for that. Yeah. And like here are maybe some techniques to disguise your scent and like, you know, stay away from that. You're like, I don't have bear mace with me. So <laughs> yeah, he's going to cover himself in mud or something. Uh-huh. Like, let's see if he does that. <laughs> 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 Who knows? Um, we got anything else or should we just get into the quote unquote pilot? It's called the Rockies and also called pilot. Okay. Yeah, I'm interested to see, I mean, as we do with all these reality shows, like there's not going to be a narrative, but it is interesting to see what they start with in terms of like the premise and the production and then what they end with. Um, Yeah, what they find out, like what's going to end up working for them mm -hmm. and they're like, what's more interesting because he's going to do some stuff in this first episode that they're probably going to just not do Mm -hmm. anymore come the last one. Yeah. And, and like the way that they film these things, they probably film a lot more stuff than they actually show in the show just because oh, yeah. they're like, you know, we don't really know what's going to work. So let's film a bunch of it. I'm interested to see, yeah, how well put together it is or isn't. <laughs> yeah, I could see 2006 adventure show mm-hmm. in this first episode. I, I could see this being a little rough. Mm-hmm. Let's find out. Wait, I have one more question about oh, this. Okay. Um, it's called Man versus Wild. Yeah. Is it like, is it a game where like, is there potential that he doesn't, you know, by the rules of, again, he's not actually in danger, but by the rules of the show, he doesn't actually get rescued or survive or something. And like, they're like, oh, like it's been eight days. You didn't get to civilization. You're probably dead. I don't think so. At least, at least I don't have information on that. 
um, being the case. It's just, it's also, I guess in some places it, this was called born survivor. Okay. Um, oh man, man versus wild also called born survivor also called ultimate survival also called survival game. Okay. Are colloquially as simply bear grills in the United Kingdom. Uh, uh-huh. uh, so just sur- survival television show. Um, you know, that's kind of it. Just, yeah, I don't. So I don't think it's like a game show okay. type thing. So I think he, yeah, I think he gets saved. Or I kind of feel like I remember one where he like literally is like on on top of a mountain or a hill or something like that, and he goes like way over, like so far away from him, uh-huh. and he was like, "I see a road. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, all right." And he's like nowhere near it, but you can like see cars like sure. far away. Yeah, and he's yeah. like. We're good. Bye. Yeah. Like, you know, so. I just wonder, like, it would be interesting if there were some where it's just like, hey, like, I twisted my ankle. Like, I'm fine. But, like, I actually, like, I can't move anymore. <laughs> in this scenario, you die. Yeah. In this scenario, I would have died. But also the producers are here, so I'm not going to die. But right. I failed this week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know he's got, like, one or two cameramen with him that mm-hmm. are, like, never on. But, like, they do climbing and stuff. Like, they, they do a lot of hard stuff with him. So yeah, yeah. I don't know how many, what his big support is. But I also assume that he's probably got, like, a little base camp that kind of follows him a little bit. Yeah. With, like, mm-hmm. producers. Mm-hmm. A couple other producers. Mm-hmm. But still tough outdoorsy people. Yeah. Let's see if he... Uh, Breaks his ankle. <laughs> the show's done in 15 minutes. He's yeah. like, well, this is how quickly you can die <laughs> if you just don't watch your step. Yeah. Uh, Godspeed. I'm going to go to the hospital now. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, let's watch this first episode uh, with uh, Bear Grylls and the Canadian Rockies. We'll be back after that. And we're back. We're done with the first ish episode from uh Man vs. Wild. Hey Joe. Yeah. Do you want to regale the audience uh how, how where we came up with the episode <laughs> we watched cuz Yeah, do we need to explain ourselves here? Yeah, we should explain ourselves a little bit cuz I <clears throat> we lied a little bit and I said we were going to do the Rockies. Yeah. The deal is the Rockies um was yes technically the pilot um but this is also an episode that aired march 10th 2006 where then the show proper started i don't remember the exact date but it's november november, oh, 10th. november 10th 2006 so it seems to me that the rockies episode was more of a just like one-off discovery channel special um and then the show in proper started with this moab desert episode um also we could not find the rockies episode so we just went ahead with the moab desert episode Well, and the rockies one was in canada british columbia mm-hmm. i believe and then in season three five episode three they actually go back to and i quote the canadian rockies which yeah. would be the exact same place right 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 so it does truly seem like that first pilot rockies episode was just like a just a one-off like here's a proof of concept so we went with uh, our powers of deduction and whatnot, and also what was available, and we went with the Moab Desert, mm-hmm. which is, if you're watching, this is, uh, show's on Hulu, so if you're watching Hulu, it's uh, the first episode available for season one. Mm-hmm. Technically, it's a season one, episode two. Mm-hmm. Uh, somewhere else, it did have, what was the, 
it's number like eight. The European Alps kept getting pushed to episode one for some reason on some other streaming services. But that also seems to be season one, episode eight, because that didn't air originally till December 22nd, 2006. So we went with the Moab Desert over in good old Utah. Um, we don't have a, I don't have a very good write up. The write up is uh, Bear Grylls faces the heat in Moab, Utah. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did face the heat. He faced the heat. Uh, <clears throat> I, I have a little what kind of side by side or a little like uh, notes that I said of kind of the things that he did. Mm-hmm. We can, I guess we can just kind of go through that. Yeah. Really fast. So, I mean, so first he gets helicoptered in yeah. to the desert, kind of gets dropped off on like a baby mesa. Yeah. Just on the top of this mesa. It gives a good view of like he's in the middle of fucking nowhere because as the helicopter's flying away, they do some like wide shots of like he's on this mesa. There's nothing around him. There's like maybe a river in the distance but there's otherwise no like civilization around him yeah yeah it's very brown <laughs> yeah very brown very it's just brown desert a like... couple other mesas <clears throat> um at first so i mean most people that probably have a mild brain in their body <laughs> usually located in their head a mild brain you said yeah a mild mild version of a brain <laughs> yeah most people uh, most people would would probably go i'm in a desert i need to like probably get out of the heat sun yeah, slash in shade find water yeah so he's uh he kind of said like oh look for like a lot of vegetation if you can see any mm-hmm. go uh, go lower like there's a bunch of like kind of valleys or and things like that which mm-hmm. will be shade so he finds this like kind of gully valley area mm-hmm. he goes down there it's cooler find some water but it's like stagnant and filled with a well not filled but i find like a dead squirrel or two or something yeah. like that it's just like yeah some stagnant water that's it's not from a river or anything it's just water that's sort of there between rock formations yeah and so he's like well i can't drink this water mm-hmm. but he decides to go through it mm-hmm. uh it's not very deep and then he hits this like point where it's kind of like a like a lot of like brush and tumbleweeds and wood and stuff is kind of blocking, blocking his way mm-hmm. so he dies he is gonna like well a lot of the things that he does in the show he is well normally what you'd probably want to do is you'd want to just turn around now mm-hmm. and come and go back the way you came but i don't want to do that <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna do a, a dumb thing <laughs> uh and so he decided he was gonna dive under the water mm-hmm and swim under the blockage to get to the other side yeah. to see what he could find. Which the danger is in that is that he was saying that the water is like something like 50 degrees or something. Yeah, he said it was cold. Yeah, it's cold, which is interesting that it's in the desert and it's still this cold. Um, and that when you're looking at a blockage like this, you don't know how far you have to go underwater to swim underneath it. Right. And then also technically part places like that that they could have like flash floods since he's like in between two rock faces Mm -hmm. and there's not really any place for him to go if it started raining all of a sudden there's a flash flood like Mm -hmm. easily could drown there yeah but he swims under that then he uh, on the other end ends up being like a dead end Mm -hmm. and then he decides to teach us how to like shimmy up like a kind of a, a wall yeah, that you, you could easily like you can kind of put your back to one side and put your feet kind of together. Yeah, kind of if you're in up. a crevasse like this, that yeah, you could kind of climb up it. 
So he climbs up that. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny as you're talking about how people are like, well, it's not like real. It's kind of fake. But yeah, like, you know, yeah. he's like 30 feet mm. up without any ropes. And I'm like, well, I mean, that man could fall and die. Yeah, now. for sure. Even if there's like a net, like just out of frame, it's still like he could like, you know, slip up and hit one of these rock formations and be seriously injured. There's still just like an element of danger, no matter how safe you try to make this. Yeah, I think I think <clears throat> that's kind of the fun appeal of mm-hmm. this show is like he's clearly even though he he's with he's clearly with people because there's cameras on him and he's not working the camera right right he's mm-hmm. got like a personal camera that he uses rarely yeah in this episode but mm-hmm. he clearly is doing very dangerous things mm-hmm. um which is like ugh, I'm, so, I'm like maybe it's my getting older like when people are like about to do dangerous things i'm like i don't like it <laughs> yeah well, especially when he went when he went underwater, I told you while you were watching it, I was like, I don't like when game shows like Survivor and Fear Factor do water and stuff. do water stuff because yeah. I'm like uh, everything else like you got rope if you're up high, you got like ropes and stuff, and mm-hmm. like you're relatively safe, everything's probably fine. Mm-hmm. But when you're in water, it's like you just suck in a bunch of water, you're dead. Yeah, someone's got to pull you out. <laughs> yeah, fish you out of like the submerged car or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, which to that point, you figure that all of this stuff. For the purposes of safety and also for filming a TV show where you need to have a, you need to be able to edit it into a watchable TV show at the end that they've scouted all these locations that they've scouted. Okay. We're going to start you off in this Mesa. We're going to do a bit about you climbing down and then we're going to have a section of you like swimming through the stagnant water and talking about all that. Um, it's, I mean, and that's just all just makes sense for a TV show. But it doesn't make it less thrilling to watch him climb up this thing because, like, you could still understand that, like, him doing this swimming and doing this climbing is, like, physically difficult. Like, I could not do that. Yeah, and, the way the, the the wall climb was hard. And mm-hmm. I, I used to, like, boulder. Yeah. And could st- and, and know some techniques and stuff. And I'm like, man, mm-hmm. that's so tiring. Especially yeah. when you get that high the minute... Even, even if you're like, I'm not that afraid of heights, when you're mm-hmm. just like free, like hanging mm-hmm. up there, you're kind of like, this is, this is, I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah. So even if there's no danger of him potentially dying or like if some, if there were some injury, he would be, you know, rescued immediately. Um, it's yeah. still thrilling to watch him do this because it is still like physically impressive and also like fun to think about that if someone were, you know, out in the wilderness like this, that they, this was something that would, they would have to try to do. Yeah. It's nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, he mm. then decides to like escape the heat and like finds kind of like a overhang little like shaded area and mm-hmm. just kind of like curls up. And then you don't really, he was kind of like, uh, I escaped from the hot midday sun. And then like mm-hmm. one minute later, he's kind of like, he gets up and he's like, ah, the morning coolness. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, like he spent the night, but it was kind of like a non sequitur. He was mm-hmm. just kind of like, I'm in the morning now. Yeah. Uh, and then he, which kind of makes sense. Cause then they do a night thing later. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they don't, yeah, they, they deal with sleeping at night later a yeah. little, in mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, he's walking through, he kind of finds a little, like another valley. I keep saying a valley, like, I guess like (laughs) mini Canyon, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Gully Canyon, whatever. But he finds one with like some like mud kind of like wet. He sees like, oh, there must be water here. So he Mm kind of like digs out a little hole 
He's like, water flows through here, and it goes this way. So I'll, like, dig mud, and I'll make a little aquifer so, like, the water will pool, pool up. up there. Mm-hmm. And he goes and cuts a little tree branch thing off his plant to make a straw. Yeah, and then he drinks it's hollow. I say he drinks mud water, but he talks about how, like, the water's, like, going through all these woods, or wood, well, the, the rock and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's like, this is cleaner than uh, drinking city tap water. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, like, brown as hell. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of soot. Maybe. He seems pretty confident about it. So, mm-hmm. so he shows us kind of how to drink some water if you need be. And then he finds some bird's eggs. Mm, yeah, yum. Did you see him eat the totally raw bird egg? Yeah, he just popped it in his mouth. He cracked it open, <laughs> put the and ate, like, the yolk. Mm-hmm. And then he, as the yolk was, like, sliding down his gullet, he shoved the whole egg shell into his mouth and just ate it yeah i was so hungry i couldn't help but eating it raw yeah he said that yeah because he's hungry there's also calcium in the shell so like it's good to eat yeah he said interesting you get these like little rando facts that are very interesting that he said all birds eggs are safe to eat yeah interesting and i'm like huh (laughs) you know like weird Mm -hmm. he did say eating them raw isn't necessarily a good idea because he you he like risks getting salmonella. Mm-hmm. I was like, why did you? You didn't need to eat that then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he just went for the first one. He was so hungry. Yeah, but he found two eggs, and mm-hmm. so then he went and literally scrambled the next one on just a rock outside. Yeah, he just cracked it on a rock because it's so hot outside in the desert that it just fries up. Yeah, which is fun. Mm-hmm. I've never like cooked an egg in the sun. Uh, yeah, I've never done that either. It seems like a fun seems, thing. To yeah, do. it does seem fun. <laughs> Even just take like, can I just take a, a regular skillet just outside in the heat and, and cook it on that? Yeah, if it's like a black skillet, I bet it would get hot. Enough. But it's like doesn't get that hot here. Yeah, I mean it gets pretty hot here, <clears throat> but like mm-hmm. it's a hundred. He said it was like a hundred and twenty degrees mm-hmm. there, so like that's a hot rock. Yeah, like that's enough to cook an egg. <laughs> uh, he sees a snake, mm-hmm. which is like a. What did he call it? Like a midge rattler or something like that? Some sort of rattlesnake, yeah. Uh, and then Poisonous would, for sure. I think his comment was, if this was a real survival situation and I was hungry, I'd eat the hell out of this guy. <laughs> yeah. But that's a protected species, a snake. And yeah. Was, he mm-hmm. was like, and I don't want to get sued. <laughs> he didn't <laughs> yeah. say that, but we knew what he meant. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely gave like, you know... The the point of the snake was to introduce us to like danger out in the wilderness beyond just the heat and the lack of water, um, and that there's still even though it's a desert there's still like dangerous creatures out there. Um, but yeah, interesting too that he was like, I could totally eat this. This is any anything living out here is food. But I mean. <laughs> I would have to be so hungry to probably go after something like a rattlesnake, mm-hmm. which is like when you mess up, it bites you, then you die. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I think his, what did he say his plan of attack was? If he was, it was like throw a rock at it. Yeah, to stun it. To stun it and then grab its like head and yeah. then just bash and it. And then smash it. Yeah, yeah. And then smash the skull. Which I, I wondered about like, is the poison safe? to like eat or is it just like you cook it enough and the poison is then safe after that well it's probably you know mind my Mm non-biology knowledge but you know it's like obviously the the venom because it's not poison nah yeah it's venom (laughs) 
uh, it's through the fangs and it, I don't know where like maybe the, the glands are that make the venom in okay. it, but you'd assume you'd probably kill it, cut its head off. And gotcha. then if you just eat the meat and like not an organ kind of thing, then you're yeah, probably then you're good. Safe. Yeah. You just eat the specific parts of it. Yeah. That are, you know, we're safe. Yeah. Okay. Good uh, to know for when I'm in the Moab. Yeah. Yeah. When you need to do this next time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the last part was he found a river mm-hmm. and there was like a windmill on the other side of the river. Yeah. And like he was, big wide river. He deduced that it's the Colorado river. And he was like, well, I mean, there's a windmill, so there must be people over there. So mm-hmm. let's, let's go look. Uh, but he showed us how to uh, not uh, get out of quicksand, mm-hmm. which I mean, I guess we all technically know that if you str- uh, struggle in a bunch, you, you fall more into quicksand, mm-hmm. but gotta be flat just be flat so like you treat quicksand <laughs> essentially like you treat like thin ice sure yeah you get like you, you <laughs> get like w- th- like down low and and like wide mm-hmm. <laughs> i suppose mm-hmm. is kind of what you do so he got out of quicksand and then he swam across the river and then he just there was just like a house yeah there's a house there and he's like well i guess like this is the end of it i'm saved and i'm still just thinking like but what if there's like that's the Manson family? <laughs> yeah. What if there's some weirdo in this house, or like, what if there's no one in this house? Like, I guess at least then you have shelter and you can kind of hide out until if no one's in that house, then around. you just break into the house and <laughs> hang out inside. I would have loved if that was part of it too. He's like, he knocks. There's no one there, and he's like, it's starting to be night. I gotta get in some shelter, and he just breaks into this house. <laughs> he's like. I'll get in way more trouble if I eat that snake, but I'll just uh, give these guys some money. <laughs> yeah, humans I can deal with. Humans I can I can deal with. <laughs> so yeah, that was the that was the Moab. Mm-hmm. So I I guess my number one question. Well, I have two questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you enjoy this? Yeah, I did. Um, I think the one thing I was disappointed about, um, as a person who's seen a good amount of this show, is like a lot of what's fun about it is seeing him uh, eat some weird shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we didn't, we, we saw him eat eggs. And like, at that point it's just like, you know, it's a raw egg, which is not something that I do, but I understand is like relatively safe. Um, and he ate the shell, but then at the point where he's like cooking an egg on the rock, like I'm like, Oh yeah, I would eat that. <laughs> yeah. I'd probably if I found an egg, I cook it on a rock. Yeah, that's that's barely that's survival great. right there. That's just, <laughs> that's just fun. Looks tasty. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I was hoping to see him eat stuff. Um, the Moab Desert was very scenic. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was very beautiful. <laughs> Looked great. Um, it did. Uh, there was you know, it, it gives me a sense of danger of just like the heat, and the um you know, the lack of water, but at the points where he was able to find it, it feel like it broke it a little bit for me when he was able to get to that, even the stagnant water, even though he can't drink that, but just to know that there's a reservoir of 50 degree water just made it to me seem like, Oh, well, like there's ways to get out of the heat then. Yeah. And, and it he, seemed like the heat was like the biggest danger. Yeah. Well, I mean, and he immediately said right away, it was like the, thing you should do right away is like just hang out mm-hmm. like if you're just fully lost just like hang out yeah yeah find a spot out of the sun and wait to be rescued which he did that he did that pretty fast mm-hmm. i'd say 
um, you know, maybe rearrange some rocks or something mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> yeah. If you're not like in sight, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, you know, things, yeah. things can get bad fast, I suppose. Yeah. I guess I'm more interested in something like, like, yeah, if he was just out in the mountains and it's like, you have to try to stay warm and you have a limited amount of time to like get somewhere. Right. Um, well, I mean, you know, that's why he goes to a bunch of different countries and does a bunch of different stuff. So mm-hmm. it's kind of mm-hmm. a, a, a something for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and all of these. And then my second. So, okay. I guess I'll answer the question I asked you mm-hmm. is I think these are fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think these are fun. And, and like, yeah, you said like, yeah, I wanted to see him eat something silly. Um, but you know, I'm, We'll probably see that some other episode. There's seven seasons of this show, like 70 some episodes, I think. Mm-hmm. So like we're, we're seeing some wild stuff for sure. Um, So I'm into it. I'd roll right into episode two. If mm-hmm. I was like, let's, let's watch some reality smut. This is, some, this, <laughs> I mean, this is, this is good smut reality. Good, you know? good, good quality smut. He's also a good host. He's, um, He's charming and he's game to do whatever. And it's not in a sense of like, oh, this guy's too cool and he's like so like invincible or whatever. He's just kind of like there's the part where he's um you know, he's he's tied he's ripped up his shirt and he's tied like uh, tied it into a rag oh, around yeah. his head to like keep his head cool yeah. and then like at some part later he's like and another way to like keep your head cool is to just like you know, add some water to it. So he's like, I can, I'm going to pee on this rag and then it's going to smell terrible because I'm like dehydrated, but like that'll help keep my head cool a little bit. Yeah. And it's just like, I just think that with another type of person hosting this show, like they don't want to be the piss rag head dude. Right. <laughs> and it's like episode one piss rag head dude. Yeah. yeah. Like- but basically he's not too cool to do any of this stuff for the sake of showing you what it would be like if you were really desperate out there. Um, it would just be a different show if he was, um, you know, someone more focused on building, you know, a star or building some star power out of this show and wanting to look cool, doing cool shit out in the desert. Um, which granted some of this stuff is cool with him climbing up the walls and stuff like that, but it all also is just like gross and kind of debasing. It's just kind of, there's a little bit of like jackass to this. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Like we just want to see bear do weird, gross stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, yeah. we're looking at it with a uh, shock and all mm-hmm. like, yeah, all right, you're kind of cool, but also like. He's like the Johnny Knoxville survival. Yes, exactly. There's very much a Johnny Knoxville character to it where like Johnny Knoxville isn't above, you know, getting himself hurt or doing something gross. Um, but people think he's cool. But people think he's cool because he will do that stuff. Yeah. And it's not just like he has other people on the show doing that stuff for him and he gets to just be the front man. It's like he's out there living it. So much respect for that. Yeah. I love it. Um, would you survive the Moab Desert if uh, you got lost in there, Joe? I think you dropped me off on the Mesa. I'm going to do the same thing of like try to scoot down off the Mesa safely, and I won't do it right and immediately break both my legs. <laughs> and then I'm just laying out in the sun, and I'm dead in a few hours. 
I think that's what happens to me. I want to think that he picked the uh, hard way to get down the mesa. Like mm-hmm. he picked the hard because he showed us how to like jump 15 feet and do it like a little roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, which when he did it, didn't it didn't seem graceful at all either. <laughs> uh, I think I get off the mesa. I think I maybe find um, like shade. Mm-hmm. But I don't. But like then like no one. If I like truly don't like, you know, you truly don't know where you are mm-hmm. and you don't know like, oh, I came from this way and I'm like three miles away from the like the road or something like that. No, I think I die. Yeah. I, I think uh, I, I you, you give me like a uh, like a forest where it's like 80 to 50 degrees mm-hmm. Fahrenheit. And I feel like I, I got a couple days in me, mm-hmm. something I can do, whatever. You gave me like a hot, hot desert that I'm like truly lost. Mm-hmm. I think I'm screwed. I think if you, you know, Mesa aside, I think if you give me a survival scenario where like I literally need to like pace myself, you know, set up camp um, part way in between and then continue my journey to get home or get to civilization yeah. and you know find water find food etc i think i'm dead no matter what i think <laughs> i think the only survivable scenario for me is like i'm in the middle of nowhere but if i were to walk five miles in this direction i find something like mm-hmm. i could do that walk and i can will myself to just walk out into somewhere maybe swim some streams or whatever i think i could do that but any sort of like this is going to take me a few days and I need to survive it. Nah, nah, I'm, if I'm you out. got, if you've got like a pretty accurate direction and less than a day, you think you're good for it. Yeah. A- anything or not else. even accurate direction. I guess what I'm saying is like, if I were to be stranded in this situation, I'm not going to do a strategy of like, you know, I'm going to try to survive for a few days and be found. I'm just going a certain direction and either I find something in a few hours or I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. It's going to pick away and go. Yeah. We did watch uh, Blair Witch recently. Mm-hmm. Um, and when when we were watching it, the one person, they had one map and like <laughs> one compass. Yeah. And there's, th- there's three, if, for anyone that hasn't seen the movie, there's three people mm-hmm. that like go into the woods to find the Blair Witch mm-hmm. and they like get lost. And I just think if I'm ever hiking anywhere mm-hmm. and I'm like unfamiliar with my surroundings and I'm going into like the woods or somewhere and I'm like going to be really far miles potentially away from other people mm-hmm. and I can get lost. Every single person that I'm with is going to have their own map and their own compass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. With and, multiple copies. Of this and, thing. Then, and then I'm going to like mark on my map like we're here and we're going here, which mm-hmm. is like northwest of where we came from Mm -hmm. so then when i think we're lost then i go now we go southwest and we find where we came from yeah like you know like they 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 did nothing in that movie to like (laughs) there was i mean and the lady was like oh yeah i i was the hubris killed us kind of thing like so confident in where they were and yeah and i was just like you guys didn't prep at all (laughs) so yeah but I don't you, know. Also, there was a witch out there. There was a Blair Witch. Fucking with their compasses and shit. That's true. That's true. They went south all day long and they got to the same spot that they started in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, and that's that's tomfoolery <laughs> at best. 
okay. <clears throat> Should we do predictions now? Yeah. Uh, so I forgot about that. Yeah, we got to do that. So the last episode, also, by the way, Jake Gyllenhaal's in the last season. <laughs> It's a uh, <laughs> men versus wild Jake Gyllenhaal. Men versus wild Jake Gyllenhaal, which I get that that's supposed to mean men versus wild, like colon or parentheses Jake Gyllenhaal. But yeah. the way that it's written is men versus wild Jake Gyllenhaal. Like a, like a wild <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal. Like they just saw him out in the woods and like, oh shit, should we fight him? Right. Um, so and then season seven um, has one extra episode at the end called like working the wild, which is basically like a behind the scenes meet the crew do this kind of stuff we're not going to do that as the last episode because that's not the true that's like basically another special yeah you know so we're gonna do the final like him running around thing and it's called land of the maori i believe it's which is in new zealand is it is where it's located Mm -hmm. um so we're going to new zealand with with mr grills so, uh, we need to do predictions. Did you lose your predictions, Jeff? Here's the thing. I did. I lost my phone, <laughs> but I think I have my predictions. Okay. Do you want to try them? Let's try. Okay. Uh, cause my number one, uh, is near and dear to my heart is that I think we see a spider. Okay. <laughs> I just, I don't like spiders personally. And I think that, um, you know, bears trying to get into, um, really grossing and weirding people out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so part of that is we get to see a spider. Maybe he eats it. Maybe it's just, you know, something he's trying to stay away from. Um, but I think we get a spider. Love it. Um, my next one is that I think bear kills. We don't, we saw him eat some eggs, but we didn't really see him like kill any sort of wildlife. Um, so I think that in order to survive for this, he, we do actually see him kill something in New Zealand to eat it. All right. My third one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, which was going to be my last one, but I'm still trying to remember what my second prediction was. I just felt, I just heard a buzz. I heard your phone buzz. It's gotta be right next to you. Is it under the cat? It might be under this cat and I'm trying to not fuck with this cat. (laughs) Um, there's one thing cats cats love to do it's sit on things that you need you know it's not under the pillow so maybe it's just like literally under the cat just put your hand under the cat it'll be fine put my hand under the cat just put your hand under the cat she's not gonna she's not gonna attack you i would like that she's never attacked anyone (laughs) ever but i hope she just attacks you she'll move (laughs) she does have claws she does have a claw. She didn't mean to hurt me, but like, she just like stuck. Was it? It was under the cat, it was wasn't under it? The cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stu- okay. Studio cat. <laughs> okay, good. Because then I get to save my last prediction, which is a fun one. Um, so my second to last prediction is. Oh, yeah. I, I think we see bones. Okay. I don't know what bones, whether it's like the bones of a like animal that he's just like using to like for tools or something, or it's just like, Oh shit. Here's like a former like person who like got lost in the woods. It's a former so, person's bones. Yeah. These are their bones. See how dangerous that is, but bones. Um, and then my last one is that I think bear fails. I had like kind of talked about this in our intro that it would be yeah. interesting. 
if like he doesn't like, escape quote unquote doesn't escape quote unquote like again he's not dying out here in the woods but he's just like you know what like I have tried to search in these like New Zealand woods and I don't know my way out. Um, I think if I were to try to do this for another day, I would die. So I'm just going to call for help. I failed today. Nice. Yeah. Something like that. You're like bear gets a compound fracture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bear. You got bear kills, bear fails. All bear right. fails. I like it. Uh, so those are your four. Yes. I have four as well. Uh, so number one, I think bear does a big jump. I big he, jump. I think he's like, if you got to get across this crevasse and you don't got a rope, sometimes you just got to jump. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. Think he, I think he does a big jump. I'm into it. Um, number two, similar to your he bear kills. I think he we see him. Eat, he eats a reptile. A reptile. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I looked it up because I wasn't sure. Turtles are reptiles. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure about that either. Yeah. Because I was like, are they amphibians? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not smart enough to know that kind of stuff. They're covered in salmonella. <laughs> uh, number three, we're in New Zealand. So I think he makes a Lord of the Rings reference. <laughs> I hope so. Oh, just like, oh, I bet this is where Sauron lives. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, this must be the Shire. <laughs> yeah. I, I, he's going to do it. Uh, and number <clears throat> four, I think he like builds a like a makeshift raft. Okay, that'd be cool to kind of get down the river faster. So like, like, I found a river, and the best way to find civilization is to just go down the river. You could walk, or you could build a raft. So Man. I think he's gonna build a raft. Man, that'd be tight. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into this final episode. Land of the Maori uh, is in New Zealand. So we're gonna go there, and we'll be back after that. Cool. And we're back. We're done with the finale of Man vs. Wild. Uh, land of the Maori, which is uh, land uh, part of New Zealand, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a little write-up from Hulu. It says, over 100 people drown each year in New Zealand, and Bear must cross a raging river on a tree trunk to head towards civilization. On his journey to safety, he runs out of water, is forced to climb up active volcano ranges and scale down a waterfall. Dun, dun, dun. Bum, bum, bum. Um, I mean, what's the, I guess what's the definition of like an active volcano range? I saw no lava. Yeah. I didn't see any lava, but look, um, there's, it was rocky and there was some, was it pumice stone? Yeah. In the river that was like it's rock that is like from it's like from the volcano, but then it cools in the river, and now it's like it's really it's like not dense, not dense. Yeah, it floats. Yeah, I know. Like, isn't don't people use like pumice stone on like calluses on their feet? And yeah, stuff? like that's what I know pumice stone. Yeah, from. yeah. <laughs> that's what I know too. Um, my my little notes. If we want to go through them again, Joe. Is that uh, Bear gets there and they're driving down a river in this like tiny little motorboat thingy, like little speedboat. It's almost like a little James Bond fast boat. Mm-hmm. He jumps off the boat, and then um, the very first thing he does, basically when he's on land, he eats a big bug. Just a big old bug. It was like a. It looks like a grasshopper, but it had like mandible jaws. It was front. definitely a like southern hemisphere bug. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it sure was. was. Like 
four inches long. It had pincers. It is not an American bug. <laughs> no, we don't have bugs like that, especially not in Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's gross. Hey, everybody that hates huge bugs, mm-hmm. we don't have them here. <laughs> it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And if we do, if you see a really big bug here, no, it'll be dead by winter. Yeah, just wait it out. It'll <laughs> wait it out. That bug will be dead. <laughs> um, Then he continues on and he kind of, he sees like a little, he a lot of water. Bear Grylls ate really well. Oh, yeah. He, com- he comes across a uh, little, like some little po- pools of water, and he finds mm-hmm. some crayfish, mm-hmm. and he catches them, puts them in some moss. He he finds some like moss, wets the moss, grabs this crayfish, puts them in the moss, and then just puts them in his backpack. Yeah, because he says that um, you can eat these, but they're better if you like if they're alive when you cook them. Or, like, you know, keep them alive as long as you can before you cook them and eat them. Yeah, fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so, he kind of travels on with this crayfish in his backpack. He then was like, oh, what happens if you're just, like, out and about and you need a rest and you want to build a, like, a, I brought a hut, but, like, build a shelter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, he builds, like, this little shelter out of, like, some sticks and, like, some, uh, like, leaf fronds and yeah, whatnot. some brush. Yeah. Essentially, just enough to protect him from rain and, like, you know, give him something to lay on. Yeah. Nothing crazy special, but pretty, pretty, uh, pretty nice. Yeah. At least, and- especially for, like, a survival, like, I need to stay alive thing. Like, this was, like, the Hyatt you know this yeah is like a four-star hotel and it was interesting that like the way he put it together like it looked pretty straightforward that i was like yeah i think i could do that yeah when you see it when you see someone do that you're like oh yeah like i could do that wherever that's mm-hmm. like super easy mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh and then but he also where he builds a shelter he's pretty close to like another river and he finds this like dead rotting animal yeah, that was gross. It was and like a squirrel. Yeah, and he brings that over to the river, and he makes like this, uh, like leaf or like plant, basically like a plant, uh, rod and reel, mm-hmm. like fishing rod, and he rubs the dead animal on the end of it, and he puts it in the water, and he fishes for eel, because he says the eel have really good sense of smell, mm-hmm. and I'm an idiot. Because uh, when he was like rubbing it, you go, you're rubbing it on the thing. It's just going to wash away. Yeah. I was like, is it really like, um, yeah, is that really going to attract anything? But I guess it would. I, I mean, it worked for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how you like fake that. Yeah. What he did. So he puts the uh, like end of the like fishing rod, plant fishing rod that he made with the like scent of the dead animal on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, a big, big ass eel. Yeah. Grabs onto it and he throws it like basically onto the shore and then shows mm-hmm. us how to beat the hell out of an eel until it's dead. <laughs> yeah. This is like slippery. So like one of the first things he does is like throw some sand on it so you can grip it. Smart. Yeah. And then he says this thing where he's like, with like these animals, like when you like kill them, you have to like, it's it's always good to like feel it, to like show it respect. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> you mean this animal that can't breathe air? Yeah, it's outside just of like water. <laughs> suffering, and you're just going to hold on to it for just a little gonna, bit. <laughs> just going to hold on to it for, for an extra five seconds while it gasps <laughs> yeah. for air and yeah. fights me. Uh, but then he, yeah, but he kills an eel and he 
cuts it up and he makes a big old fire and cooks the eel. Yeah, he he cooks some of it like directly in the fire and then he wraps some of it up to like smoke it to save for later. Yeah. Because there's just so much meat. Oh uh, yeah, eel the eel was huge. Yeah. Huge. Mhm. Uh like I bet he like took some of that home with him after filming. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, he probably just fed his entire crew. <laughs> yeah. In reality. So yeah, the and then and then the end part was just he came upon like almost like a kind of a quarry that was filled with water that had like a waterfall kind of thing and he mm-hmm. climbed down a vine so waterfall is pretty tall yeah climbed down a vine then got into some trees on this on like the side of the cliff uh-huh climbed down those trees until he was close enough to the water where it was safe and then he jumped down some yeah. would say he he did a big jump a down, big jump with you, would say. yeah into the water and then he once he got out of the water he found like a road yeah and he, he was he was saying that from the top it would be too high of a jump to be safe he said the water would feel like concrete yeah yeah so, he, so which, which is a no no it's a no no to jump down that no concrete not good yeah no 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 concrete jump <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah that was escape his escape was he found this road and then followed the road back. Yeah, and we we didn't see it, and you were kind of like, I wish they would have like, f- at least maybe had a trucker drive up or something like that. Yeah, because they did this in the first episode too, where he found a house and was like, I'm gonna go knock up on the door. But like, I wish they would have, even if it was fake, I wish he would have like run into a human, and then this human's just like, wait, you came from where? <laughs> yeah. Well, I because mean, like, even in the first episode when he saw that house and he's like, "There's a house," I assume they were probably like, "Hey, people." Because mm-hmm. I bet, like he gets like he he gets dropped off in the first episode. He drops off on the top of that mesa, mm-hmm. and then he, it's just like go south, and then you're gonna hit this house, yeah, across the color or whatever. Like you know, he he knows where his it's end. it's he, yeah, it's all fully scouted. Um, there's this quote in the Wikipedia where he says like, um, like bear in mind that this is a worst case scenario show, and therefore, of course, the things have to be planned. Um. Otherwise, it would just be in me in the wild and nothing happening <laughs> because <laughs> textbook survival says you land, you get yourself comfortable, you wait for rescue, you don't do anything. Yeah. It would be a very boring show. The show is how to deal if you fall into quicksand, if you get attacked by an alligator, if you have to make a raft. I get I get a really good briefing before we go. I know there's a big river there. There's going to be a great cliff climb. There's loads of snakes in those rocks. Watch out for the alligator. So I have a good idea of like 80% of what's going to happen yeah which like yeah i get this is what it's still tv it's still tv and like i want to see this stuff i don't want to see like i it's not a reality like it's not a game show to me in like can bear survive out in like new new zealand like no i want to see him in specific scenarios and i want to see interesting stuff and i want to see interesting survival techniques even if it is a little staged and planned, like this is what I'm watching for. Yeah. Bear. I think that's the like drive of seeing this, this show in particular is him. Mm -hmm. Like it's a war. Like he said, it's a worst case scenario show. So he's going to say like, Oh, if you need to do this, I'm going to do it. Yeah. It's a demo. It's a demonstration of like these techniques. It's not an actual, it's not a documentary. Right, exactly. <laughs> there is a show. God, I think it's called Alone. Okay, I believe it, and it's been on for a while. Um, and I don't know where you can find it, but 
one of one of the seasons on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But I think it's the one where it's like people just maybe it's I don't know if it's this this is alone, it's alone or alive. Honestly, it might be alive. Okay. <laughs> um, because I try to look up, just try to look it up. Um, where they like it's a game. It's basically a game show or a, a camping show where they're like people are like I can survive on my own for X amount of like months days weeks or whatever Mm -hmm. and then they just put them all like somewhere within miles of each other but they never interact and Mm -hmm. it's just like they're alone and they have to like build a shelter and like survive and they do it in different locations so you get to see a few different people yeah survive in the similar type of yeah and they and they pose that one as it's like they're fully alone and they're like recording themselves Mm -hmm. totally and then the people that are like their support are like off island or off where mm-hmm. they are so it would take like oh hey we can't be there till, for like 45 minutes mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they have like a sat phone and stuff so it's not not like true survival like that and that and that really is more them like inner thoughts dealing with what they're doing yeah you know, talking mm-hmm. about how they're like you know it's more it's kind of educational it's obviously still like super entertaining yeah it's just yeah. entertainment but this bear grill show is yeah yeah it's showing the worst case scenarios like you know showing stuff like catching an eel and shit and like that you could potentially use a rotting squirrel carcass to get other food even though you can't eat that rotting squirrel carcass like and i'm here to admit that i'm dumb enough and not knowledgeable enough to go oh i could rub something on a thing and like the scent still kind (laughs) of like i know you can go to a sporting goods store and you buy like the a bait worm or whatever Mm -hmm, and it's like mm -hmm. scented Mm-hmm. And I never went. I just trust that technology. Yeah. But then I don't. I see Bear Grylls be like, "I'm gonna rub this plant frond mm-hmm. on this dead animal, and the scent in the water from that is going to attract eels because they can they can smell things from hundreds of feet away mm-hmm. or whatever." And I'm like, "You just rubbed it on. Do you gotta let it sit in or something? Like what? What's going on?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, just do it, man." Yeah. And, and I mean, he caught an eel and it was crazy. And big old piece of meat. It's huge. That was so big. That was, I've never caught a fish that big in my life. <laughs> and I never will. I never will. Yeah. It's nuts. So that's pretty cool. Um, funny thing about this one was like he ate so well Com- mm-hmm. compared compared to the first episode, which is he's in the Moab desert. Yeah. There's nothing super there. hot and crazy. Mm-hmm. This one, I was like, He's just having like a great time. Like this is like a walk in a park. Like it's lush. There's water. I mean, it said he ran out of water and he didn't really, I guess he didn't really talk about water too much. Did he, was he fine with water once he found the eels? I think so. Cause that looked like pretty fresh water. Yeah. That seemed like fine water. Yeah. Cause he tried to have water before and he was like, Oh, that tastes like, it's like burning. It's mm-hmm. like sulfury. Yeah. Yeah. By the volcano. Or yeah. Whatever. So he didn't drink that, but like mm-hmm. he found eel, he found eel, eel water. <laughs> yeah. The eel water is great. And it seemed like he was fine there. Um, he really just seemed like he didn't have any, there was the difficulty of this one was like a one out of 10 and the Moab was like a nine out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, especially because of just like you're immediately dropped there and now you're like dealing with the heat. Yeah. But this was a fun cause it like, I got to see him, you know, we wanted to see him eat stuff, mm-hmm. weird stuff. He ate a bunch of weird stuff. Yeah. And he kind of got to just be like, oh, yeah, I, I have time. So I'm going to show you how to build a little shelter. And yeah. I have time. I'm going to show you how to catch an eel with a plant. <laughs> like, yeah. you know. I mean, there's cool, like, it wasn't as dire, but there's, like, cool techniques that he's showing. Like, yeah. catching that eel. Even the crayfish of, like, 
um, showing how you preserve these for later because it's better if you if they're still alive when you cook them. And then the way he cooked them was he found like this like hot spring um, and then like boiled them in like his sock. Yeah. <laughs> like all of that is like super interesting, even if it's like, um, you know, even if it's not quite dire that he's just like out here, just like kind of feasting on little mini lobsters and giant eels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man had a smorgasbord of seafood. Yeah. He's having a great time. It would be great if at, at the end he was just sort of like, all right, there's a track up there, but kind of having a great time out here. So I'm just going to like keep cooking and just <laughs> just do a little camping trip for the next few days. Then I'll go find civilization. Yeah, right. <laughs> he was like, uh, well, you know, I could leave. <laughs> yeah. But this, but I got plenty of time, right? Dem's Dem's good eating. You guys, here. <laughs> you guys want more eel? Should we get another one? <laughs> it just goes back and gets more eel. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah, i i thought it, I thought it was great. Um, I've seen it. I've seen some of the show before, and I could see myself now, like now that I kind of revived, like, oh yeah, this this show exists. Like, mm-hmm. watch it a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I kind of forgot about it, but yeah, me too. I I forgot about it too until I was trying to like kind of trying to get away. I was trying to get away from spooky stuff since mm-hmm. we're we're in November now, mm-hmm. uh, but also not get too you know ease us back into something. So mm-hmm. like survival's a little spooky, like a little spooky, right? Yeah, you I know? mean, it's definitely it's parts of it are kind of gross. Um, yeah, watching me eat that bug and then. He didn't like eating that bug either. No, though. he said it was, yeah, said it tasted like death. <laughs> he he made some joke about like that these bugs like predate the dinosaurs or whatever. And he's like, it tastes like it predates the dinosaurs. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a little gruesome. And then watching him kill the eel was a little gruesome too. Cause he just like put a knife into its head. Yeah, um, yeah, he really, he really rocked that eel's face. <laughs> yeah, but worth it for all that meat. Worth it. Yum, yum, yum. Uh, how do we do? Well, do we got anything else for this? Um, that's it. I mean, just that. Again, I keep making a point about like how this is a demo, and I'm in for it. Um, I think a lot of the criticism there's, um, and I think when we're looking through different streaming services to try to find the, um, that first episode, there was one of them. I think we were looking at Amazon or something that had even less episodes than Hulu. Yeah. It only had like 10 episodes that, uh, on the Wikipedia mentioned that like, because of the controversy over some of the things that were staged, they like removed like five episodes, including one of the, including the Moab one that we watched that like, that's not like on the DVD so oh, really? I wonder if that's also why it's not on Amazon either, because they like remove those episodes. I'm trying to think of what he, what did he even do in the Moab one that was like so like should remove it. I don't know. I mean, it could be any of parts of that that were like just like staged, like the oh like the thing that he swam under, um, like he didn't actually swim underneath it. We just like cut to the next part or something, sure. right? Like. Like some stuff like that, that like who cares? I, I mean, he staged himself putting himself in quicksand, obviously. Yeah, like, yeah, right. Because <laughs> it was to show us how to get out of quicksand. Yeah, that's a, that's a perfect example of just like here's quicksand. Here's what not to do. Yeah, I, I'm gonna <laughs> jump into it. Yeah, <laughs> but also, if for some reason you jumped into it, here's how to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah. So there's a lot of that dumb criticism and I'm just like, that's just not, I, that doesn't bother me. That I, doesn't bother me at all either. I, I just like, like, like I said, it's like sometimes he makes you go, oh, like that's so obvious watching him make a little shelter. Mm-hmm. But then you see it and you're like, oh, cool. That's, that's great. Watching him rub a little dead animal on a piece of plant so he can fish for eel. It's like, all this makes like so much like practical sense, mm-hmm. but like you, you just need uh, some dude in a staged environment to show you how to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you like to go outdoors every once in a while, oh, uh, you know, hopefully you never have to use it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also, like, it's fun little no- it's fun little talking piece too. Yeah, it's fun. it's fun little knowledge that you get to learn. Also, in an entertaining reality ish, you know, format. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. It's cool. More, more man, more man versus wild. Man versus wild versus Jake Gyllenhaal versus man, man versus Jake Gyllenhaal. I, I want to yeah, yeah, go back and watch yeah, the Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, if we're either, if any of us are going to watch one more episode of this, it's man versus wild Jake Gyllenhaal. How did he, like, why Jake Gyllenhaal? Like, <laughs> is he just like a fan? I was just like, hey, can I come? That was like 2011. Mm-hmm. Like, what was Jake Gyllenhaal's movies in 2011? Here's the thing. I just listened to a podcast about... Um, Wild Jake Gyllenhaal? No. Uh, I just listened to a podcast about uh, Zodiac. Oh, yeah? The in the movie or the killer? <laughs> the movie Zodiac, uh, which came out in 2007. And that was, like... That was in the midst of him really breaking out. It was, like... Um, I knew about Jake Gyllenhaal before he was cool because I love Donnie Darko. Yeah, yeah. So there's like Donnie Darko, which is like kind of an indie hit, and then it's like that's 2003. Yeah, Brokeback, which I think was 2006, was kind of his like big breakout, and like he's filming Zodiac while Brokeback is out. Um, and so that's 2006, 2007. So by the time 2011 rolls around, it's like he's like the big shit like mm. they like it didn't quite pan out which happens with a lot of actors but like by like broke back and then zodiac um it was like this is like the next big actor that's oh he was in jarhead in 2005 mm-hmm. yeah broke back was 2005 too mm-hmm. um funny enough as i just saw what is the one after i mean he had a bunch of he, tons of movies in between that, but like I remember Nightcrawler. Did you ever see that one? Oh like, yeah, that that's a fucking movie. That's not until like twenty fourteen. Yeah. So that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean Jake Gyllenhaal's awesome. Mm-hmm. He had uh, that Okja movie, which is that one about like the big pig or something like that. I have not seen that. I, I haven't feel seen, like I've seen the I haven't seen either, but I feel like it's what's gonna be weird. so like what's around what's after Zodiac? Like what's around 2010, 2011? There's one 2010, what was it? Uh <laughs> Prince of Persia. Ah, okay. <laughs> his his a uh, video game movie. <laughs> yeah. Before he was in Spider-Man, which is <laughs> yeah. comic book movie. Uh-huh. Um he w- looks like he was in a Jamie Foxx music video in 2009. <laughs> <laughs> a Jamie Foxx music video. Great. Uh, he was in a Lonely Island music video. I ran so far. I ran the country. I ran so far. <laughs> <laughs> Zodiac was 2007. Uh, Rendition. I don't think I even know what that movie no, is. No, I don't know either. I'm unfamiliar with Rendition. Um, and in two, yeah, and that w- that came out in 2007. He really didn't do any other movies until 2010. Well, Brothers. Do you know what that one is? 
while in tour in Afghanistan, Sam's copter. He he did like a bunch of like war movies, war movies, huh? Like yeah, Jarhead, yeah, all that stuff. Um, and then 2010 was Prince of Persia, Love and Other Drugs, and uh, Source Code. I remember that. Oh, movie. I already remember Source Code. Yeah, yeah. Is source Code is that that's the one where he like dies or something, right? And he's like comes back. Yeah, they have some technology to be able to send him back in time to try to solve a crime or something. I was like on a trip <laughs> or I was like just in someone else's house in like a different state mm-hmm. or something. And I was like just alone that night. <laughs> so I watched source code like <laughs> by myself. It's a great movie. It's a good movie. I, I was like, I've never heard. And this was probably a couple years ago, mm-hmm. you know, well after this movie came out and I was like, this movie's great. So you said that all was all 2010. Yeah. So if this Source is code's 2011, but yeah. Okay. Well, be- because this, his appearance on bear, bear versus wild man versus wild is 2011, mm-hmm. which leads me to believe that that's his appearance. Isn't to promote any of these movies is just like, he just kind of wanted to be on the show or <laughs> like, yeah, man, it's just, he was just like, Hey, I like going outdoors. Yeah. And you're like, you guys kind of know who I am. Right. Because it's like not, none of those movies have anything to do with the outdoors anyway. Yeah. Well, and then we can't hate, we can't forget, um, the movie that haunts us to this day, prisoners starring Hugh oh, Jackman prisoners. and Jake Gyllenhaal. That movie looks great. That's 2013 though. Mm. So, <laughs> uh, listeners, we, we see this movie like presented to us every week that we record this episode on like Netflix. It just kind of kind of like if you let Netflix sit, it just shows you thumbnails of movies. And we see this prisoner's thumbnail with him and Hugh Jackman all the time. Yeah, and, Jake Gyllenhaal, Hugh Jackman. It's got to be a good movie, right? It's got to be. And we we've, we've seen it for months, months and months and months. <laughs> none, none of us have ever watched. It. Yeah, the, the probably sc- over a year. The like art or screenshot that they show is like it's like jake gyllenhaal sitting in a car and like um hugh jackman is outside of it like looking at him upset and i'm just like i want to know what's going on there yeah but not enough to remember five minutes after we're done recording (laughs) yeah so maybe maybe later (laughs) uh let's go let's go to predictions let's finish this up yeah how'd you do um i think i got a couple let's see um I had spider, uh, not quite. It was just a. Um, it was like the most terrifying grasshopper you've yeah, ever seen. Yeah, gross ass bug. Um, so no. Um, I had bones, which there was, you know, a rotting squirrel, but not bones. There was like fur and meat. Yeah, fur and guts, but no bones. So not quite. Um, bear kills, which he oh, definitely did. Yeah, bear kills, bear grills, bear grills, bear eats. Um, yeah. So point for that. Yep. Uh, and then I had bear fails, which he didn't. I, again, I think that would be a cool premise. Maybe they do like one last man versus wild and like, they like, you know, because it's the last one, they stage him failing the last one. And he goes, what if you're stuck in the Australian outback, but both your legs are cut off and he cuts <laughs> yeah. his own. <laughs> yeah. And then he just like, that he just ends there and he's just like well goodbye audience and that's how bear girls died <laughs> yeah that's it that's it 
So one for me. All right. Uh, I said he does a big jump. Yeah. He climbed down a waterfall and then did a big jump at the end. Could have been bigger. Could have been bigger. But but it was still a big jump. Yeah. But he's a big baby. I would say if we had if you ever had to think about it, Jimmy, I'm gonna just talk to you right now mm-hmm. if you're listening to this. Everyone else, shut your ears. Yeah. Uh, regular listeners of the <laughs> podcast, stop listening. Yeah. Jimmy, normal host of this podcast, mm-hmm. who just didn't show up tonight. <laughs> uh, if you watch this show and you're playing along and you see that and you go, that's not a big jump. You climb down a waterfall. Mm. And and think about how high he was, and decide whether or not you want to do that jump. Yeah. And I would think you'd think this is a big jump. <laughs> it's a pretty big jump. Pretty big jump. So I'm taking that point. Mm-hmm. Listeners, you can you can listen again now. <laughs> uh, one point for a big jump. Uh, I said two. He eats a reptile. Man, he ate so many other things. Yeah. He, he ate, ate. He ate. Uh, He's eating good. It just. I mean, technically not seafood, mm-hmm. <laughs> but. You would call it that. He, yeah. ate, he ate fish. He ate uh, crustaceans. Mm-hmm. Is that what a crawfish would be? Fish, yeah. And a buggy. And a bug. Uh, but no reptiles. Uh, number three, I said Lord of the Rings reference. Mm, man, no. man didn't get clever with it, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Uh, and number four, he builds a raft. He, mm, he built no. a shelter, but not a raft. Mm-hmm. Damn. He was learning so much water, too. Yeah, a lot of water. A lot of water. But I'll take my one point for my big jump. Mm-hmm. All right. That's it, I guess, huh? That's it. That's it. All right, listeners, thank you for listening to this podcast. If you want to send us show suggestions, you sure can at FNL Podcast on the Gmail, on the Twitter, there's Instagram, there's other things. You're listening, go down, uh, rate us stars, whichever ones you think we deserve. You know, rarely do we deserve all five, mm-hmm. but like at least. Two? At least two. At Come least on. Two. At least two. <laughs> <laughs> what other podcast just says at least greatest two? If you came up a podcast and it was just like, this is a two-star podcast. Yeah, like thousands of people have rated this a two-star <laughs> podcast. I think I'd give it a listen. <laughs> just to see what it's like. <laughs> like it's just dead air. This many people <laughs> were confident that they should rate it. And they rated it two. <laughs> they spent the time to rate it instead of just carrying on with their day. Yeah. Exactly. So, give us those two stars, listeners. Um, well, that's gonna and that's gonna do it for us. So, uh, I guess we'll see you next week. Goodbye.